I was wondering if you wouldn't mind transporting something for me. No questions asked. Why not? From the maker of The Professional and La Femme Nikita. Once we make a deal, the terms of that deal cannot be changed or renegotiated. Frank Martin is the best in the business. 75,000. Half now. Half on delivery. He never made a mistake until today. What kind of date am I in? Deep trouble. You know what to do. Why'd you try to kill me? You broke the rules. You opened the package. This fall, rules are made to be broken. Transporter. And welcome back to episode 57 of the Film Worldcast. Thanks, James, for trying to interrupt uh, my I was going to say, I, I so, find some new friends. Well, you can find some new friends. We will gladly let you go, right, on a free transfer. Uh, as you've heard, I'm here with James, and I'm also here with Stu. How are you, Stu? Very good, my friend. How are you? I am very good. So, this, what are you going to say, James? No, nothing. No, come on. I don't know. No, I was actually going to say no. I was actually... It's just the way you... No, you know when, like, you go... No. 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 <laughs> no it, is, it is only you that makes those noises. Fair yeah. And it is only... See, I pressed the button and I started speaking. Unlike you, that has to have a million kind of breaths and then you start speaking. But it's a tense moment. I'm just waiting it for the is. day that Stuart messes it up. Why? Why can't you be supportive of me? Because, because, you're like crabs in a bucket and then one of them tries to get out and then all the crabs have to grab him, drag him back. Yeah, I'm one of those crabs and I don't want you to get out of the buckets too and it's, you're, on the, you're on the edge. It's getting there. You're a wicked man. I am a wicked man. Right, well, so, as chosen on the Twitter we put out last week, um, what film um, various people would like us to do, um, a variety, a plethora of choices were put out there. It was, it was Halloween, the original, and I put out, no, it was Hellraiser and Transporter. I think that was it, wasn't no, it? No, you put out The King of Kong, which is a Donkey Kong. Oh, the King of Kong, Which yeah. I figured we'd get zero, but there you yeah. go. Well, it's always worth doing, isn't it? We don't know. We have a very... Uh, our listeners have got an eclectic taste in... Look at all these long words I'm using. Eclectic? That's very good. Is it eclectic? Yeah. Or ecle- you said eclectic. <laughs> so now you've got me quick. No, so eclectic. eclectic. I thought it was eclectic. Oh, you're an idiot. I didn't think there was right. a P in there. I don't... Is there a P in there? Do, it doesn't matter. No. Doesn't this matter. Is, this is now more important than, than the film we're right. reviewing. FedEx Man. Yeah. Right. Um, so, thank you, James. But we're on to more important things. Eclectic. Right, eclectic, then. All right. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, no, I, I genuinely... Right, not, no. tweet us. Tweet us and tell I us. I think it is eclectic. You think right. it's eclectic? Because I so say you got it wrong. Right. You said eclectic. He put a P Somehow he was put it a P accent? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you are then, yeah. So, sorry I don't speak as posh as you. I wasn't privately educated like yourself. I wasn't privately educated. Yes, <laughs> you was. Yes, you were. What on earth do you mean, Graham? <laughs> did you went to university and everything? Yeah, just because, yeah, I went to university. I had the same chances as you go to did. university? I did go to university. I did media studies. Media studies? That's like the dropout thing. Yeah, to, you just watched yeah. films. I went to university and did art. 
Well, no, because look, uh, we're now doing a podcast about film. So technically, I'm the only one qualified here. But we're not getting paid for this. You're unqualified. Yeah. But we're not getting paid for I this. I learned, I learned radio. I learned how to shoot movies. I learned how to use You don't shoot them, you watch them. No. no, 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 we had to shoot films. Where I, I learned how to use a camera. I learned how to use a digital editing system. Yeah, if you would have done film studies, then it would have Well, uh, this is the off. thing. Okay, when you go to university, it's a bit like options. You'll take, you'll take your media studies, and then you'll look at all, and then you'll have like seven or eight different types of lessons throughout the year. Yeah, I've seen so you'll have, movie. you'll have film studies, and then you, you'll have like this, 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 and there'll be f- several different things. Several different things. Within the media studies, you can actually That make up the subject normally. And to specialise in, you don't have to do them all. It's almost like the options of the options. Kind of thing. So, did you so, choose the easiest one just to? No, I, I worked. I did a lot. I, I ended up. Um, I wanted to get get into magazines. To be honest, uh, I ended up working at magazines. I heard Reader's Lives are expanding. So uh, no, no, uh, I, I worked for. Uh, uh, well, I, I went work experience for you know stuff magazine stuff, the gadget no, magazine. No, I never heard of it. I do. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well. I work for them. And I know you've heard of it because now you're shaking your head and laughing at me. I'm not. Just, I'm no, not. You just want to belittle my achievements. No, I don't. Did they come up with catchphrase? Whatever that is. Oh, That's up. a film, isn't it? Graham, were we talking about Transport? <laughs> we, we are talking about Transport, a 2002 Jason Statham film. But before we go there, I've got a little treat for uh, you both. As regular listeners will understand, as Stu's looking at my notes, as regular listeners will understand... We have an ongoing, which is even more prominent today, being nice and sunny, and people messing about in boats. So, just for Stu today, I have printed off some fun facts. Uh, Graham's fun facts are the difference between boats and ships. Or yachts. Or, I'm getting to the yachts, right? <laughs> okay, I'm getting to the yachts. Um, I'm actually quite genuinely so impressed. It's split into seven, seven categories, all right? There's seven different categories for differences between boats and ships. All right. Before you read these facts out, like in all honesty, do you know? Did you know these already? Well, we've discussed some of them before, so right. yes, I have known some of them before. But I thought I would go on. The, I would go on the internet, the, the old World Wide Web, yeah, and I would yeah. Okay, so, you shoot, go. Yeah. So first of all, one that might be prominent for James: the difference between a yacht and a boat lie in the length purpose and uh, expense of the vessel and these distinctions sometimes overlap a boat is a watercraft that is used for pleasure uh, commercial or residential purposes whereas a yacht is used exclusively for pleasure and carries the connotation of a luxury so it's easier so, so if you want to pleasure yourself well, you do it in a you yacht say this because if Stuart was whacking one out on a P&O ferry would that then make it a yacht it wouldn't per se it, Sorry, Stuart, I had to use you. Yeah, it, it, would be, it, would be, no, it would be pleasure, but not necessarily luxury. Not exa- oh, okay. So it's not about pleasuring yourself. What no. about if he had a gloved hand? Oh, Jesus, come on. That's true. What if I was the captain and I was pleasuring myself? It, does that... We'll get into that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Next one. As I say, James, yeah. size. Right? Most important aspect that is considered while stating differently a ship and a boat is the size. It is said that the best way to differentiate between a ship and a boat is to remember that a ship can carry a boat, but a boat cannot carry a ship. So I've said about size before. Uh, technically speaking... OK. I, wait, 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 okay, wait, wait. No, Don't no, interrupt we're good. me. We're good. Did you not learn that at university? 
You can't hear two people no, when they're talking I le- on I've learned to question things to Good. become wiser. Good. Congratulations, well done. Shut up and listen. Uh, technically speaking, a mode of water transport that weighs at least 500 tonnes or above is considered as categorised as a ship. In comparison, boats are stipulated to be quite compact in their structural size and displacement. Go, James. No, but I've seen, you know, like on the, on the River Thames, I've seen a, a vessel, water vessel, mm. with a... Like a rowboat on a rowboat, What's so is that a ship or a boat? Like a you know, like a old rowing skiff, right? Boat. Yeah, yeah. And there's been a skiff boat at the end of it. Why do you have to confuse things? No, it's just a boat, mate. It's just a so boat. So that's a boat. It's, it's just a boat. boat, but that's a ship because it has a boat on it. Or what if what if we went out and we we rented out a boat oh. or a ship? Yeah. Right. Can I just and, ask? We are on the second story of a building, aren't we? And I can jump, and it probably might kill me if I land. And one of us decided to bring a canoe on it. Would it convert it into a ship? No, because a canoe is not a boat. What's a pedalo? Oh, gee. Oh, f- Do you know what? I might just... I'm going to jump out the window. Can I carry on? Why are they called swan can boats? Can I carry on? Park? They are, they're swan boats, aren't they? Swan boats? Yeah, uh, Alton Towers. You know the swan boats, the pedal boats? They're shaped like swans. Yeah, I know, they're, but they're, they're boat, boats at the end. Pedal boats. No, it's a pedalo. Because if they're a pedal ship... They could put the boat on it. That's, that, that's essentially what we're saying. Oh, no, I think. Really, can I? Can I? Can I yeah, finish? Sorry, what you've done is just divided the podcast. I have. Yeah. Right. Number two, operational areas. Right. A major difference between a ship and a boat is that uh, that of the area of its operation. Yeah. Ships are vessels that are operated in oceanic areas and high seas. Can I just say, if anyone still listens to this podcast, congratulations and keep going. Well yeah. Done. You stick with me. Right. And boats, in contrast, are operable in a smaller restricted waterways, including ferrying and towing. All right. So. Paddle vessels, kayaks, canoes, patrol vessels, inshore waterways and Stuff like that. Boats are mainly used for smaller purposes and mainly area. Um, Stick with the podcast. We'll yeah, we're, we're going to yeah. uh, navigation technology. Boats are simple. They've got less stuff on them than a ship. Uh, one main difference with a boat and a ship: ship has a huge is a huge size. It needs professionally trained crew. They operate with navigators and engineers, and a ship carries requires a captain to operate the ship and guide the crew. On the other hand, the size of the crew on the boat depends on the size of the boat. Can a captain marry you still? Uh, I believe so. So, if I was a P&O ferry and I wanted to have a cheap wedding... I could marry Graham and you could marry us. Yeah. That'd be very nice. Uh, last but not least, well, there's loads of others, propulsion. A boat could be powered by sails, motor or human, whereas a ship has a dedicated engine to propeller system. So if, you were, if we had a pedalo That's and a you were the captain... Yeah. You could marry, but he'd have to be a qualified captain. But he would be on a pedalo. Cause I've no, seen because he has to be qualified. No, powerful legs. If I did the water pedalo course, technically, then I'll be qualified. You would be. So I could marry, couldn't I? Then you'd be a very brave man. Well, that's really are you happy that I've done the facts? It's like being at school where people talk to you, and you kind of drift off thinking. Oh no, I've got it for dinner tonight. I've got lamb. <laughs> then they come and you float back, and they go, "Did you understand that?" And you go, "Yeah," and that's where it's like when I tell my kids about homework. You try and tell them the right way of doing it, but they look at you as if, Dad, just shut up. I'm really not listening to what you're saying. No. And you, you know that, because I've been down there, and I was like that every day at school. But they're thinking the first one to... They all think, I'm the, I'm the first one to come up with this. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to listen to him. That's <laughs> never been done before. And they're not. No. So, but that's really good. Thank you very much. Thank you, Graham. Any other facts about boats um, that us. Graham hasn't enough. covered? No, just let us know. I'm really interested. And if you own a boat, send us a picture of your boat. And uh, we'll put it up on the website, because... I'm really into and boats a yacht now. for luxury. 
Pleasure. James, James loves You can pleasure yourself in any boat or yacht or pedalo. Yeah. That's what you can do. But not a ship. Because that's why they're called pleasure boats. Because people do that. Yep, pleasure themselves. So, thank you very much for that. I really appreciate that. And uh, I kind of want to buy a boat now. A pleasure one. And I want to invite you two on it. And I'm going to be the captain. So, Transporter 2002. <laughs> uh, yeah, 92 minutes of... Uh, Choose life, you won't be getting back. A bit like the intro for the podcast, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, just, just, yeah, just under. Uh, okay, so as the um, title suggests, it is about transport. Um, the what main is ca- it about did, transport? Did, did, did you just say that? A transport is it's about transport. Yeah. Transporter, <laughs> as it has it, this is about. Pause. Transport. transport. <laughs> yeah, he's a truck driver and he, it's yeah. about him fixing his, uh, his truck. Yeah, leave, leave his number on uh, the bathroom doors. In uh... it's more about the fact that he transports the things. transporter. Yeah, I'm exactly. Let me finish. Everyday Amazon delivery man. <laughs> Why do you one play? man, one parcel. The world is about to change. Sorry, carry on. The transporter. It's about Coming. transport. <laughs> oh, in Transporter Two, he takes a bike. Ah, hello. Uh, thank you. Could you stop? Could you sign it? Right. Fucking hell. Where don't we stop? More on that later. This is painful. Alright. Oh, it's hot outside. So, uh, I'm going to. Jason Stratham, I think. Jay, don't call. Why do you always call him that? Jason. It's not Jason Stratham. What is it called? Statham. Statham. You said that earlier. And I thought, I'm not going to correct you. It's not my fault. Because you wanted me to say it on the podcast because you're an arsehole. Yes. Yeah. Airhole. That's that's, that's fine. Anyway, he, the person that uh, James cannot pronounce. What, Jason Stratham? Stratham. Twat. You're a Muppet, right? Uh, He he plays Frank and he's hired to transport packages for unknown clients. Uh, and he's made a very good living out of it so far. Uh, but when he's asked to move one particular package, not James's because it's too small, uh, that begins moving, complications arise. Oh. Again, not James. So uh, it's directed by, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not going to say that. Louis Leteria no. um, and Corey Yun. Uh, and it was uh, directed by Luke Besson and Mark Cameron. Why are you going here? Yeah? Because I, I said one of them. Oh, cool. I wasn't so, too sure you see well so you've got Jason Jason Stratham yeah well done Statham um, he plays as Frank Martin or and Kisu who plays Suki are you saying what <laughs> that's what he says rewind yeah Kisu <laughs> lay as wow so they, they basically just inadvertently her name. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's a great That's insight, amazing. How did they come up with that? An episode of Countdown or something? Um, uh, Francois Berland is the Inspector Tarkady. Is that your Um And then, yeah, a list of other people. But most of it is Thug 1, Thug 2 and Thug 3. Uh, little Thug and Giant Thug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, there's this like newscaster, cop one, secretary, wheelman, young thug thug. one, Wall Street. Yeah, so um, well, the main bad is Wall Street. He is, yes. Shorts, yeah. so imagine, imagine going to Jack. Yeah, yeah. You, I've got you really good part. You, you thug one. Yeah. Right. What's, what's my motivations? <laughs> well, why am I am I doing this? Because my family are poor. Do they, do they need money. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Right. So um, Frank Martin, who's played by Thram. 
You're such a peasant. Yeah, yes, I'm a peasant. Right. I'm a penis. I'm a prick. Come up with other peas. Prick. Penis. Papon. I'm breaking them for a while. Uh, right, so anyway, Jason Statham is a highly skilled driver. And just before we go there, Stu's interesting facts about Jason Statham we found out today? Um, he can't act. Apart from that, we know that. Oh, right, that one. He does uh, karate and kung fu. Does, does. And he can use chopsticks. There you go. So, there you go. so he's a uh, highly... Was, was that a packet of super needles he heated up in the He film? was, yeah. yeah. Ironically, he giving it to a Chinese person. Uh, with with, with chopsticks. chopsticks yeah. I've, I've, slightly have racist. You, have, have you ever eaten super needles with chopsticks? No. To fork, normally. And normally, the bowl's too hot when you go to the microwave. I did think he was kind of stereotyping it. I mean, it if was it was an American there, where you've got like a hamburger out and <laughs> something like that, or... Oh, uh, yeah, a Russell and microwave burger. Yeah, Other burgers are French available. person would have got a baguette out. There you go. And there's a string of uh, garlic and onions to put around your neck as well. Yeah. Yes. So he, he's a, um, a, dri- a highly skilled driver, uh, known as the, only as the transporter. Uh, he's an, a former Special Forces soldier. They always are, aren't they? Yeah. He's just a cook. Why was he a former Special What happened? He's tortured by his memories of the past. That's why. He now lives in the French Mediterranean. French Mediterranean? Yeah. Oh, it's just Coastline. Like... Uh, I think what he's happened... Got a, what? He, he got an action plan at work for being late, and he kept on being late, and then they got rid of him. Probably that might be the case, and yeah. that may be why... Uh, he was disillusioned with his former leadership. But he's very meticulous, isn't he? I mean, look, I mean, when you look at this character guy, he... I know you're, you're probably getting to the rules later, but, but very early on, he loves his car. His car, unlike mine, it's absolutely crisp clean. It's... Mm-hmm. Now, it's a BMW. That Was that... It was a 99 BMW he was using. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But bear in mind, this film would come out in 2002. But yeah. that was the top of the range, for, wasn't it, essentially, I imagine. It's a 750i E38. That's yeah, the but it's updated. He's improved it, hasn't he? Yeah, he's put um, a CD player in it. He's got rid of the cassette player, <laughs> and uh, he's got an extra cup holder. Now, and he's watched two many James Bond films because he's got rotating number of Yeah, do you know annoyed me? And it made me chuckle as well. That he had driving gloves. Do you think he's kind of man when he puts these or when he puts one of those? See, see, I thought, I thought on. this is the man that Graham wants to be. Yeah, that's oh, what with, I with his rules, yeah. the way the way he dresses, his meticulous thing, you know, yeah. no names. See, Graham smiling yeah. has not denied it, and it's been about twenty seconds since I mentioned that comment. It is you, isn't it? It's it's not me. Just because I maybe sometimes a bit anal about things. Not my fault, is it? Graham Statham. Yeah, it's got yeah. a ring to it. Yeah. Graham Statham and you know a lot about cars and boats as well exactly so, yeah. so I can transport which anywhere. he owns he owns a boat in this and for your car you've got the ignition code haven't you no yes you have I've seen you put it in so uh, you kind of as if you want to be like him and whose choice film was this I, I did say yeah oh there you go it's oh, unbelievable oh, oh, yeah, very uncanny uh, he lives on the Mediterranean coastline and looks his backup career after his pension out of the army as the transport up. You've lived near the coast, haven't you? I have. It's just getting so more and more Yeah, unfortunately not the French coast. Well, I don't want to get France anyway. Uh, he will uh, transport anything at any time. Uh, no questions asked from point A to point B <laughs> and on time. He is known uh, as the best in the business. He strictly follows three rules when transporting. Why are you laughing, James? Because because I'm just laughing because someone's DVD might be late, so they're gonna, Amazon's going to phone him up. <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't come in a delivery <laughs> slot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Smith, he always asks for refunds, help us. <laughs> Sorry, I, it's very immature of me. Uh, rule one, uh, no new deals. When, a, when it's a deal, it's a deal. 
not strictly true. Uh, rule two, no names. And rule three, don't open the package. Frank has been hired uh, to transport three men, 254 kilos, um, after a bank heist. However, four men get into the car and he basically has a pit. Well, it's a stupid scene, this was, fit, wasn't it? it? What? The, the first scene in this. No, it wasn't. He refuses to move, doesn't he? It, it's he's holding on to rule one. Yeah, and what's good about the film, yeah, is are you all right for, for the benefit of the tape? Yeah, the benefit of the tape. Where are we? <laughs> the bill. Stuart is now folding his arms and looking moderately disappointed, like I'm one of his sons and I've just spilled my drink doing something clumsy. When he said, "Don't do that," you'll spill your drink, and I've just done that. That's exactly the look you've just given me. Smack bottom now. You said <laughs> you that. No, but um, we'll video it and pay extra for that. He goes by the rules, and the film. It's not until he. It's not until he goes against those rules. And, until he gets, he has, a, he has a problem. So that establishes very on how important those rules are and how how what but it means to him to actually break them. If we were all going to get in the car, yeah, and you know, as he's no longer with us, Nim, and if four of us got in the car, but a bit asked to shoot one of them, isn't it? Nim well, would I, be I, I, but yeah, but that's the deal. Oh yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. he explained why. Yeah, he's basically set the car up one way or another. With a shocky sort for that exact for that weight of each of the people because it's it's calculated they won't get you know the, the amount of fuel he's basically saying we won't get away with that extra person yeah I understand that I just think it's stupid and I also think it's stupid that they wear their balaclavas constantly and even when he outdoes the police and he escapes then they drive to this secluded place they're still sitting in the car with their balaclavas then they get in there they swap cars they drive off still wearing their balaclavas and also the part on the bridge where he's been surrounded by police and then he smacks it into reverse because he sees that trying to well, I haven't, I haven't got to that bit yet. And he doesn't... The only way... It's the typical trope of he's yeah, going to smash his car up, go against everything he believes in. Oh, no, there's a bloody invisible ramp that makes him jump over the concrete barrier and he lands on that um, With enough force, you can, uh, you, that is not possible. But with enough force, you can make your car take off on flat surface. No, it wasn't a flat surface. Yes, it, it was. was. Yeah. yeah, he had to get over a two-foot wall. Yeah, I can. You can't you even can. drive. Shut up. You're shocking. Um, you can't even drive a manual. You have to drive an automatic. No, I drive manual cars. I drive one thing. Was his car a manual? Uh, yes, it was. How can and you get that did, much speed with a manual? And he did the usual... You can't get that much speed with a manual, though, can you? What do you mean that much speed with a manual? Because you're governed by the transmission of it. It's not like you can floor it and wheel spin away. Well, you will be able to if you chop the clutch. Oh, I don't know that this... Tell us, you know a lot about cars, I don't know. You know how to drive no. better than me, so... If you drop the clutch, there isn't a clutch in a... No, he's got an automatic, isn't he? No, it was a manual. Is he? Yeah. I don't really know. Um, automatics actually do have a gearing system. You've got, over, you've got your part, you can't which is your gear. You can't wheel spin and then you normally got you one, two, and three. A, you can't wheel spin an auto. I, I, I have on ice, so there. Yeah, but on ice... You're such a dick. Yes, I am. You have on ice. Well, you're a wanker, shut up. That's called skidding, you knob. No, because I wasn't skidding, control. I was in control of the car. I was coming out my road. You obviously weren't in control of the car, you wheel spin For a few seconds. Car. Therefore, I keep Have you done spin. skids before? Have I done skids? <laughs> Normally, I have to ask my other half. No. Um, <laughs> you do your own. I fed up. Honey, talk to me about my washing and my pants. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of asshole. Yeah. You've got some kind of asshole. <laughs> What's this brown shit? No, sorry, Karen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, one of the gang members is killed. They leave behind the robbery scene. Uh, on delivery to their destination, uh, they try to make him drive a little bit further into the city. He refuses a deal, adhering to rule one. 
once it's the deal's been struck, it's already been struck. Rob has escaped in another car, and Frank leaves. Frank returns to his lovely mansion in the south of France. I enjoyed the car chase. Though. Don't I thought it was really good. I, I did enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the acting leading up to it. No, it reminded me a bit of um, an opening scene to James Bond, where they yes. get straight into the action, and you, you kind of see his um, skill set straight off, don't you? And I, I quite enjoyed that, because the uh, second one starts off like that as well. It does, so, doesn't it? In a car park and all that other nonsense. So, um, but I thought that was quite good. And... Uh, He's a good-looking bloke, very smart-looking, so... Yeah, yeah. good driver. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. a good driver. And you it, appreciate the driver. I do, I you're, do. You're, like, a very skillful driver. I'm you right. know a lot about engines, so... I don't know about engines, I just have to try. You know a lot about Velcro. I do know a lot about Velcro, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, invented by a... Swedish Swiss man. Swiss man. Was it? Swiss man. No, you didn't no. listen to me yesterday when I told you. No, you? I told you. It's no. like being at school. You could learn a lot from me. None of it is useful, but you could learn a lot. None of it, some of it's not true as well, we've learned. Uh, I know. You said... Um, but I made you believe it was true. So, yeah. who's the fault? Well, we are the fools. But that's, <laughs> probably, that's why we keep bringing it up, because I think we're, we're angry that you made us believe it, and we can never trust you again. Because uh, you said Velcro was invented by NASA. And I believe that. I believed it. And the sad thing is, regretfully, you said it on the podcast, so it's now, uh, like, we have 14,000 downloads a month. So 14,000 people that month have gone on to work and used that fact and then been ridiculed and probably lost a lot of friends, possibly family, because of, um, because of what you said. So I think you really need to think about what you're saying and the facts. Should, that, oh, should I just give up then and just go home? Well, you're doing really well at the moment. We're going to encourage you through this. And thank we'll, you. Thank we'll you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, but you go back. He meets the French inspector, doesn't he? Hold on, I haven't got that yet. Okay, it's, sorry. You're overhelping now. Yeah, you're, 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 you're actually being a hindrance. Yeah, because he gets back and he washes his car, doesn't he? Changes the number plates, he, he washes does. the car, cleans the blood off the back windscreen, and cleans the inside of his car, and then he sees on the news that the gang that he helped out have all been caught. And he's got a cheeky little smile on his face. He still had their um, heart. Yeah, still had their heart. Yeah. Was it, do you think it, a lot of this film was meant to be funny or do you think it was just I just stupid? think it was just silly uh, no I think it, the, I mean I think the third one's terrible but I think the first two are, are solid and it's kind of almost like James Bond Mission Impossible don't even put it in the same sentence like, as James Bond 5 out of 5 best bit all of it worst bit nothing right anyway moving on yeah <laughs> yeah why is it always mine that he interrupts we just let him go on his. Yeah. When he does it, when I'm doing the notes, no, when I'm doing a no, film. No, I won't interrupt. No, him. he just goes, doesn't no, he? No, you won't. I won't interrupt. You anyway. Interrupt. And you'll listen and you'll think. Good. Police Inspector uh, Tarconi, um, played by uh, Francois Berland, um, happens to be a close acquaintance and he arrives to question Frank about the robbery uh, since his make and model of car. Uh, were used as a getaway vehicle. However, despite his suspicions about Frank's involvement, the inspector has no concrete proof about the heist, hence why he cleaned his car and changed his number plate, and he leaves the villa. Uh, Frank is then hired to deliver a special package, James's special package, to an, uh, to an American gangster, um, who's only known as Wall Street. Uh, during, uh, during this... He notices that something is moving in the package, but that's after he gets a puncture. He gets a puncture. James is now asleep. He gets a puncture, goes to the boot to get out his spare wheel and notices that the bag is moving. Mm. Yeah. I know. I think it's very good that he changed his own tyre as well. He didn't need the AA. No, he didn't. AAA. But he didn't get dirty, did he? He didn't get dirty. He's a very clean no, man. White shirt, and he only takes his tie down a little bit. Yeah. I thought that was good. I enjoyed that bit. I thought the... Uh, 
changing the tie bit was it will be when I talk about the best bits of the film that would be one of the bits that I mentioned I'm making out of that one here yeah thank you if you could write down changing tire. I've just put I've just put it over here yeah brilliant um, so he, he notices that the package is moving but he refuses to open the bag hence rule number three um so we're changing his. Um, Did you like his rules when he kept saying? Well, I thought, again and again? well not over, no, not overly. You only need to say him once. Well, I thought it was, it was a bit annoying. I think he didn't need to know that. He could have said it once, and that'll be it. Will knew. He keeps saying that. He says that in number two as well, a lot. What about his rules? Yeah, you've gone really quiet, James. I'm really concerned. Graham didn't want me to interrupt, so until I've spoken to. Oh, here oh. we go. Uh, it's his private he, education that's teaching Yeah, him. he just wants to be... Please join in the podcast. It's no fun without you. You're Please, right. James. You're absolutely right. Please join right. us. Yeah. We want the old quagmire back. I've got, no, I've got nothing to say on this matter. Oh, that's brilliant. Nice. So I you prefer that. Right. Um, so, yeah, he frees over there. But while he's um, uh, on a, uh, having a pit stop... Um, pit stop? Very good. I thought you were going to lead into something else then, but no, okay. So he's questioned by Wall Street, isn't he? Did you look at the package? And he kind of pauses and says, no, I didn't. And um, he didn't believe him. And then he... Uh, it's because he goes and gives him a bottle of drink, doesn't he? he oh, runs, I know. He gives him a bag and... An orangina, doesn't he? Good choice. Yeah, but let's be honest, most of, package, choice. most of his packages are not going to be people. They're going to be stuff, drugs, lots of money. Would you look at Jason's his package? Yes. You'd look, you'd look at his package... Yeah, well, I don't know if you'd want it. He's a, how tall is he in real life? He's not. I don't. Uh, he's three foot two. They just film kind of over low camera, so it looks like he's taller. But he's, right. I think he's three foot two or one. So. I don't. I don't. I generally don't think he's. He's not exactly the tallest. What's that got to do with it? I was waiting for a statement after that. No, he's not no, exactly no. the tallest. But what's that got to do with anything? I don't know really. <laughs> I, just wanted, I, just wanted, I just wanted to know whether how, how tall he was. Um, um, he's eight foot ten. I've just looked on the internet. Yeah, well, that's in his shoes. The giant. Yeah, when well, he's not got his shoes on, he's he wears high heels. Right. Okay, very helpful. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you very much. He um he gives that piece of... he, he gives a girl that's in a bag uh, a drink. Um, as he obviously and then that's breaking rule number three. Oh, well, she needs a piss. Well, she? Be, yeah, and then schoolgirl error. Ties a rope around her neck and lets her go for a wee. Uh, that's because she says you don't want me to go in the car, do you? And obviously he's very proud of his car, so he says no. But he does have a savvy to tie a rope around her. Uh, See, I thought that was quite good. I thought that was very good, but, I mean, didn't use the right knot. Being a nautical man that Graham is, he would have used some other kind of knot, like yep. a, a bow knot, a reef knot, and um, or a forget-me-knot, and <laughs> she wouldn't have been able to escape. I mean, you're very good, you're very nautical, and that's kind of in your blood. So, you've got the advantage and you're a good driver. So, so all in all, I would actually be better. That is why him. this film, I think, is based on your kind of life I'm, story. I'm getting actually a more of a ridicule than I did for the Sweeney on this. Gra- Graham Willis is oh, a nautical man. The, the Sweeney was just one big disappointment, wasn't it? We've all put that behind us. <laughs> yeah. Just... It never happened. <laughs> no, no, no. That was... That was I, yeah. On our website, thefilmbroadcast.co.uk... All our film tiles and our episodes, I've just put blank there because I'm embarrassed that we actually did that. And I can't remember whose choice it was now. <laughs> Looking at me. Silence. It was just a look of, yeah, it's me. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. so he, um, after he goes and gets the girl back from her little um, jolly jaunt in the French countryside, um, he delivers a package as promised. Oh, you missed another bit out. Which bit did I miss? Oh, 
I don't like to step in. Which bit? Which bit when he out? takes her back, there's two police officers there, isn't there? Oh, and then he kills them, puts them in the boot. And he kicks their asses, doesn't he? He does. But you notice again, a bit like kind of James Bond, but not quite. They don't die, though. He no. only beats people up, he doesn't kill them. Yeah. No, but that's because he's ex special forces and he's not. Mm. <coughs> I don't, he doesn't really come across as a violent man. I, I prefer him to be killed. Just want to see how the film ends. But Who do you think will win a fight? Um, in his peak, Steven Seagal or uh, Jason Statham? Steven Seagal, because the only person that could kill Steven Seagal is Steven Seagal. And Graham. And, and, and obviously, and, 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 and Graham, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, as, uh, as episode, I think, was it episode two? Yeah. No, th- two or three, uh, Machete. Yeah. That's the only time Steven Seagal has uh, been killed, isn't it, in a film? Oh, no, sorry. A plane can kill him. Yes, because in um, Air Force One. No, it wasn't Air Force One, no, no, it was something else. It came out. It came out at the same time. I forgot. Yeah, what it was. two of the same films. But that happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, two of the same films. Yeah, shit. Why should they And Olympus has fallen. Yeah, yeah. But Both I mean, because uh, Steven Seagal does all these kind of martial arts skills and stuff like that, doesn't he? And uh, I just wondered who you thought. I think Steven Seagal would kick Jason Statham's ass. Probably. So, James. Yeah, I think at both their peak. Yeah, but now if they had a fight, I think Straight Thram would uh, have would, would have the advantage. But Seagal would eat him. Cigar. He's big and fat and out of shape now. He is, yes. Uh, yeah, um, so anyway, moving on. Um, he delivers a package, as promised. Um, That's the third time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, has he delivered the package yet? Wall Street, Wall Street, suggests, Wall Street suggests that Frank transports a new package, a briefcase... To a new position, he reluctantly accepts. I think that's because he knows secretly that he's gone inside. The oh, I thought that because he yeah. had that prolonged break, didn't he? Looking at his car, it was quite yeah. obvious. Oh, sorry, going ahead. No, no, it's fine. No, sorry, I'm, ta- I'm, no, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Don't hit me. He takes. He takes. A <laughs> no, Daddy, no. He takes a briefcase and leaves. And on the way, he stops off at the petrol station to get something to eat. So he's sitting there. Well, thinking, he gets two drinks for the police officers, doesn't he? Two cans of Coca-Cola. Does he? Yeah, other drinks are available. But yes. he does get some fizzy pop. Oh, fizzy pop. It's good. Yeah, good. And yeah. he does get straws as well, doesn't he? Which is quite nice. Yeah. Hygienic. Mmm. Yeah. Uh, the briefcase turns out to be a bomb that destroys Frank's car in the parking lot and leaves him unharmed. Thank God, otherwise that would be a very short film. It ruins his suit, though. It catches fire, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. He snaps and returns to Wall Street's residence with vengeance. And he did all his own stunts in this film, Jason Statham. He does most of his own stunts, I think. Yeah, he does, films. yeah. And he thinks he's... that stuntmen should be mentioned in the Oscars because he's done so many of his own stunts that he believes... Because he can't get it for his acting, so yeah, he wants to get his stunts. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I think he's got a point there. You look at some of the stunts that have been done in films throughout, throughout the time before CGI ruined it all. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 pretty much, I pretty much agree with him. Yeah. Like stunt or whatever, and... I can, yeah. I think so, yeah. Some of the things they do are incredible. So uh, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, some of the films that win Oscars are absolute shit. So It'd be nice to have one that's like yeah. a bit of action yeah, be behind good. the scenes. Well, I mean, we don't take them seriously. The MTV Movie Awards, uh, one of the few things I liked, I liked about them was that they have like best fight scene and I things, never watched stupid things awards, like that. To be no, they hold no credence, but it, it no. was. I think stuff like that is quite fun, quite fun to watch. Unfortunately, I have Best Kiss and things like that as well. I watched the Nickelodeon. Is that True Love Kiss? Nice. So, I've been dreaming of a 30% kiss. Doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? No. You are so wrong with that. And it, I can't. When you're making love, when you're making love, do you only put 30% in? Yeah. 
Keep calm and give 30% tongue. That's my new t-shirt. Well, you're going to be a very lonely man. I'm not. I've got a girlfriend, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I still have, as of this morning anyway. So, yeah. It's a puncture repair kit still holding. <laughs> oh, there's no need for that. Leave her out of it. Excuse me. <laughs> That's the first part of the podcast. I got nervous. <laughs> I'm halfway through. Such an exciting film. <laughs> she now can't speak. Metaphorically rolling around on the floor. I don't know if that's going to come through on the mic. <laughs> well, we'll find out. So uh, he, returns, he returns to the Wall Street, uh, Wall Street residence and um, starts dispatching uh, his henchmen. Uh, and then he goes and steals a car. What do you think of that fight scene when he goes back? I to thought the it was really scene? good. I enjoyed that. The fight scenes in this film in general, are, I think, are really good. Yeah, he does his karate. And yeah. It doesn't kill really anyone. Good. Yeah, choreography is great in this film. Yeah. And he is very good. Points a gun at someone. But doesn't shoot him, just fires and around him. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. James, what did you think? You've, very good. You've been involved in several well. fights in your life, being an ex-wrestler. No. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you can tell. But it's what, you're an ex-wrestler? I know you're no, but, but it, it, I think even the fights are very... Um, are taken a lot from, for example, you know, the old Kung Fu films almost, the, yeah. the way the camera shots are done and, and stuff like that. And this is obviously before, obviously, the Bourne series, you know, came to prayer. Came to large notice, I think. I mean, when you see these films, yeah, um, and traditionally with with different, you're looking at me as if I'm going to take a piss. I take, am. You? I am. That's exactly why, what's why, going are you, why are you looking at me? Because now either you're going to go ahead with a piss take or change it to make me look like a div. No, I'm not. Look. Just okay. give me a chance because you might be surprised. Okay. Okay. When you look at these films, and most of the time the people do some kind of kung fu and stuff like that, don't yes. they? They've got some kind of skill set they can use. Does it annoy you? that they don't do wrestling, being an ex-wrestler who went to wrestling school when they were younger. Do you think, oh, why can't they use wrestling? Why can't they have a grapple? No, it doesn't annoy me. Because it's fun to watch. Let's be honest, right? If they were trying to keep these films real, we've all, many of us have seen fights at pubs and stuff, it just ends up in cuddling on the floor, doesn't it, really, most of the time? So you wouldn't rather see like, the wrestling that you learned at your wrestling school? No, it's cuddling boring. on the floor, isn't it? Mm. No, because that no, would be boring. boring. See, it wasn't a piss take, was it? It's boring to watch, it's true. See, thank you. You're on the apology. I think, unless you got. Well, having said that, Welcome to the Jungle, The Rock did do a rock bottom in there at one point. It's that means nothing to me. It's a signature wrestling move. So that's good. So you no, must have enjoyed that because you're an ex wrestler. I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your wrestling days again? No. That was really good. We got some great feedback on Twitter about. Tell me more about James's wrestling. I just want to see him in spandex. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I did post that picture on Facebook of you that I found. Thanks. Yeah, I might post it on Twitter now, actually. Let me find it. Well, while you're uh, doing that, so he's stealing the car anyway uh, to get away, and he finds that the original package, the girl, is uh, on the back seat. Um, so uh, he then returns to his house, unties her, uh, and uh, tells him that, uh, uh, and he and she tells him uh, that her name is Lay. That's always good. Uh, the next day, uh, the inspector arrives. Um, to so she's not called Quancy. Oh, uh, well, her name is Lay, isn't Lay, it? Lay, yeah, um, but, it, you know, many Oriental-type names have got many different sections to it, so it might just be short. Have they? Yes. How do you know that? Because it's got it there, mate. But, yeah, but you, that's from experience. Lay, as Suki. See, two words. I just thought that was from experience. Two words, mate, you, two words. When you went there. Annoy, I think. No, no. No? No. How did you get annoy? Huh? A tannoy. <laughs> no, a Never mind. Yeah, Jake's ruined now, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't even making it. Change, change, and also the... We need to review that. I really <laughs> like John Candy. 
Yeah, <laughs> we should do a few of his films because he he's been in some brilliant films. Um, so the inspector arrives uh, and the package um, is making breakfast, which is always good. What uh, and says that it's a new cook. I thought he was a really good character. Oh, he's my favourite character in the film. Yeah, I thought he, it, it provided like a kind of light relief. Okay, well, when you say light relief, do you think from the first moment we saw him, he knew he's, he pretty much knew he knew exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. He, he, he would have known, yeah. because, you know, he, he seemed like getting his nose in everybody else's business and stuff, and he, he, yeah, I would have thought that he would know. But I thought it was quite good for, De, for um, Jason Stray Statham character, quite often to say, do you want to come for coffee? I mean, basically, like, I've got nothing to hide, which was, I thought was quite good. Well, yeah, quite you got the impression he always knew what he did, yeah. um, and you can't really imagine taking positive action against him, because even when he was asking if he's been out of town and stuff like that, and he was... Of looking, if he really wanted to get a warrant or something like that, he could have done it. I don't know. So professional, yeah, but professional cuts in it between the pair of them. Yeah, one knows what one does, and one knows what the other yeah, one but does. But yeah, nothing ever. Well, yeah, and also, he has, doesn't really have any any hard evidence no. either, which is no. quite interesting. The only thing that he does have in his garage is that smashed up car that he's stolen, that Mercedes with the Croatian number plates on it, that he got from Wall Street's house. Yes. Yeah, uh, and then he says that uh, the new maid or the uh, package uh, that's her car in the um, uh, in the yeah, in the garage um, however he doesn't quite get all the way around to the front of the car to see no. it being smashed up does he? he gets kind of distracted and then goes right back round um, she distracts him yeah and you know and then they seem to be like the, the package and uh, that is an amazing photograph dear me that's you uh, that's beautiful yeah oh now I'll post that on Twitter yeah so, uh, yeah, look, go back on our uh, tweets and you'll be able to see James in his wrestling stuff. It looks amazing. Not really me. Prove it. You're very modest, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> prove it. That's all I'm going to say. It was a few years ago. Um, so, the inspector leaves the house. He does, he does, he does. Now, the first bit of, you know, blowing shit up in this film. Uh, for some reason, obviously, they're trying to get hold of the package again, gets his house blown up. James, talk to me. Well, no, a missile comes and uh, they, completely, they completely destroy it. They end up having to go in the water at some point to escape. Um, it, well, as we were discussing earlier, though, bulletproof doors against bulletproof walls? It could be a bulletproof door. Really? Uh, we can get this bulletproof was ridiculous. Doors. That <laughs> can you get bulletproof doors? Yes or no? Yes. Thank you. It but was, no was, wooden ones. Yeah, actually, what he did do... You don't know what's inside. ...was they tip over be. his kitchen table when he hid behind a kitchen table when they were shooting. So, again... So, which was nonsense. They, yeah, but... Okay, you went into the kitchen, they were firing okay, missiles. Okay, I'm a naughty man. I think he's not going to hide behind the door, because that's too obvious. I'm going to shoot the wall. Can you explain the missile that went round the house, yes. then Heat went seeker. into the kitchen I'm door, sure Graham was open, I think, uh, went into the kitchen? These days, we're yeah, so advanced. How, why would it know to get in through the kitchen door that was it open? It wouldn't, it would just follow the heat signature. But it went in through the kitchen door. But the door was open. Well, it's absolute nonsense. No, yeah, you can program a missile. It, uh, it just goes on to hit signature. Like and, the oven, and the oven was on. Yeah, but the whole, before the, the very last missile yeah, was, went, was the heat, okay, yeah. heat-seeking one, yeah. But that was the last one they fired at the house whilst the house was on fire and being blown up. So Might not have been a heat-seeking 
So, but how did it find no, its way through the door then? You can get, it's bollocks. Can't you get no, but can't you get missiles to pinpoint a hit exactly? It wasn't. It was just face. fired like an RPG. No, yeah, you, you not can. like that. You won't be able to. No, you couldn't get missiles to go through the front. No, it was. You can't go. You can't speak to him and go. What you're going to do is you're going to go in the room, then you're going to go around the room, you're going to go upstairs. It doesn't work like that. I think you can. I think you could. You would have to have someone on a joystick on a like an X. Maybe, maybe they did. Maybe, you never know. But yeah, anyway, they, so they were shooting I, through the walls. But yeah. The thing that really annoyed me about this is that as shooters, they were shooting through the walls. Now, that was like a big kind of castle type thing, so the walls, I think, are probably quite thick. And they're shooting through those, and yet he hides behind a dining room table. So obviously, very, it could be one of those bombshell tables. I don't think so, somehow. Do you know? Did you touch no. the wood? Then you don't know, do you? I touch your wood. <laughs> 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 don't, don't want to say no, that. That's definitely not hard. Um, yeah, so it, it just, it's just, oh, crap. 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 Now, I just thought that scene was really bad. And then, for them to go down in that little lift thing, down to his basement, and then he opened up the um, uh, well thing, and then jumped in. there was two scuba gear. Yeah. There. And then he's got a full scuba gear down there. Yeah, but think about it. This is a guy with his rules. The way it's kind, he has probably thought of everything. So I think I don't think you, you, I can't see how you two can have a problem with that. But it's well, I can't. Okay, that's stupid saying that. I can't see you can have a problem with that. You just say I've accepted the bollocks to be this. It's not bollocks. It's it, perfectly it, explained. So it's, it's in his character. So he's dropped. If you can't see it. So he's not my play, He's deliberately placed two sets of full scuba gear. Why not down there in case in case. Someone throws a missile at his house, yeah. That's what I'd do. <laughs> it's just, I, I think it's way over the top and it's unrealistic. It is way over the top, but but, you, but this is not a realistic world that this guy's living in. It's not a realistic universe. We, we've established that by the stunt at the beginning of the film. Now, if you can accept that and you think, okay, this is the direction that they're going, you have to be a bit tongue-in-cheek, just the same. No, I know. As I know. the stunts in James Bond and Mission Impossible, goodness knows what other films. You no, I, I don't take it as this is obviously real life. But the film shouldn't then try and take itself serious with regards to some of the things it does and the content of it because it isn't serious and it's a lot of bollocks. I accept that it's bollocks, a lot of things that happen in there, and, they, and it's convenient and it needs to happen. All I'm saying is, for me, I looked at it, and even... Because um, that night, Adam came down because he had a nightmare or something. Oh, yeah. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know what the rating of the film is. He sat and watched it with me. And even he was laughing, and he's ten years old. And he was even going, oh, that's a bulletproof table again. And he, he was saying that. So, yeah. And it's just nonsense. But I just accept this film isn't going to be... It's like... Um, what's that uh, Stephen Seagal film? The uh, one on the boat. Under Siege. Yeah. That's uh, over the top. And a lot of the things he does. And it's really tropey. And he's just a cook. And he's got a purple heart. And all that other bollocks. But for me, that film was a lot better than this okay. but I can watch this film I can mildly enjoy it and uh, it attempts to be kind of something realistic but this part was just stupid and, then, and too convenient and then they swim to like a boat house yeah. and then he goes inside and then they end up having sex well she throws herself at him yeah she? pretty much yeah. Yeah. yeah so you know what? she then goes I'll, I'll say thank you obviously by boning him or her, but even better now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, thank you that everybody wants. Um, so, then they go to the police station um, for questioning about, you know, the destruction of the house and stuff. Um, I thought that was really tropey. Really. It, it was annoying, wasn't it? 
I was just like, you didn't, you didn't want that. You're just like, why, why, why is he being asked all kinds of questions about who blew up his house? Yeah. Well, wouldn't, you would be asked questions. Well, you would be, but I wouldn't don't you? want to see I that don't know in an action film. That scene didn't have to be in there. I agree he's not, at this point now, he's not a transporter, is he? He's not doing what the film is about. He's, he's just being... He, well, he never does, really, in the well, second or third one. It's no, just, I don't see people comments. listen to this in retrospect, but I've just posted on um, Twitter, the film will cast, uh, a photo of our very own James back in the days when he went to wrestling school. He's denying it's him. Hashtag hero. Hashtag whatever else. And it, it is a picture of James. And I appreciate you bringing that one in. Um, and you're just a very <laughs> modest person uh, saying it's not you. But thank you very much for that. So you can have a look. They know it's not me because we've got pictures on the website of us at Bloody Comic This is an old picture of you. Yeah. You've had your hair since then. Yeah, God. and you've got a beard now, oh you know, you're older. It stinks of a sewer works in here. There's so much bullshit going around. You know that. That's such an unmanly thing to say. Right. It's an unmanly thing to say. Well, what, what, what is a manly thing to say, Stuart? A man. <laughs> uh, come on. It's not to pour a face like that. Where you get these things from? Benefit of the tape. I didn't put a face. He's just trying to make me look bad. Benefit of the tape. What are we on the bill? <laughs> Why do you keep saying for the benefit of the tape? <laughs> oh. It's like. You, uh, when did you last watch an episode of the bill, James? It's cancelled. But it's, it's on um, watch. I don't watch watch. Hmm, you should do. Um, so at the police station, Frank and uh, the package uh, are able. Uh, to uh, kind of get round the questions done by the inspector. However, um, she manages to sneak onto the computer when he leaves the room uh, and gets uh, all of Wall Street's information up from... That was annoying. That's research. another annoying thing that carries on into number two. The person who can get who doesn't use computers and get in on a computer and hack into someone else's system and know their passwords to find out stuff. So they actually sure information to, about Yeah, I'm sure you can go to any police station right. and just look on their system and find stuff. Well, they do it in James Bond, don't they? Um... But she um, she tells Frank that uh, Wall Street is uh, trafficking two shipping containers full of Chinese people. Uh, this is a little bit distasteful, to be honest. But you know, I'll go there. Wouldn't be wouldn't be shipping containers because they. Which wave us really got a good bit of information. They're airtight, basically. So eventually, you're going to run out of oxygen and die. Are they? As somebody has done recently, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, someone unfortunately was found very, very, very ill. You can put a hole in the top of that pipe. Uh, you, you can do, yes, you can. In the wire, season straw. Is that what they do? Straw. Yeah, they ship people in and they all die because they've got another crate on top of the air pipe and it crushes oh, it and see. all the people die in it. Yeah, so, um, and that's obviously what they're doing and planning to sell them into slavery uh, in uh, Europe, I guess. Um, so they go to his office to find the shipping documentation uh, and, and hold up basically, Wall Street and, and the whole of his office. But, in fact, the package, like, her father is responsible for human trafficking. Was just, um, when she goes for his photographs, when she stays there that night... Yeah. Uh, um, obviously, the, the <coughs> pictures, like, when he's a kid, it was actually him, wasn't it? Don't know, was it? Yeah, it was actually him, one um, with a monkey. But, more so, when he's in the army, was that the British army he was in, or was it um, an American Don't army? Know. Because his accent in this film is awful, isn't it? It yeah, flits I, from English. I, to, even in the same sentence, it goes from an American. Is he English or is he American? I think he's yeah. English. You think he's meant to be English yeah. in this? Because it's an awful accent, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of. 
it either goes away Jason Statham is English though isn't he yeah. oh yeah yeah it kind of goes away or you get used to it by the end of the film I'm not exactly sure which one because I know when you mentioned it to me I watched it last night I was like oh yeah yeah it's quite it's, yeah. it's definitely not the same accent from the Expendables for example where he's you know yeah. plays himself but like it just changes film, like, through the film his accent and then even the same sentence will start up American yeah but you think that's bad watch Highlander no it's a great film but his accent's shocking I'm sorry to interrupt you that's fine that's cool Uh, so they arrive at the office anyway and they find out that uh, Lai's father accuses Frank of um, kidnapping the package and attempting to blackmail him unable to prove this the inspector uh, has Frank arrested and locked up in a police station he does question it doesn't he at first and you know you know he knows he knows there's something more to it than really meets the eye oh yeah yeah he knows he's not a stupid man this this inspector so this was the scene um, where he gets arrested, where he went to the office and uh, that girl's dad was there. Yeah. What do you think of that girl's dad? I thought he looked like a freak who had too much plastic surgery. I just thought where his side... All makeup. Was. I couldn't decide whether it was plastic surgery. I thought that's a syrup for a start. Yeah. Syrup? Yeah. Hairpiece. Oh. Um, keep up, mate. I'm sorry. I don't know what syrup means. Don't you? No. Clearly not. That makes me less of a human being. Anyway. To Graham. Yeah. So I thought... I thought, hold on a minute... A strong wind and that's yeah. going to be blown over and he's got no sideburns why is this he looked really weird didn't he, he? Did. he had very feminine features like he had a, obviously plastic surgery but, um, and I, I thought that she kind of changed from being a goodie to a baddie she flipped didn't she when she said her dad was in there and stuff like that and obviously the dad wasn't in there because yeah. he was in the office um, I kind of thought is she, she had her own agenda yeah she did didn't she which I thought was quite good I thought it was quite a good little twist because it was always going a, a bit predictable the way it was going up until this part, but then she obviously has her own agenda of what she wants, and um, Statham then gets arrested, and she doesn't really seem to care, but then puts herself in danger by doing so. Yes. Yeah, yeah she does. Um, so, at the station, Frank does his best to uh, explain what's happening to the inspector, and he agrees to uh, help his escape by a fake hostage situation. Uh, Frank then tracks the... Uh, <laughs> James and Stuart having some kind of like <laughs> finger no. fight or some use the force fight over me while I'm trying to talk. It's like it's like that scene in Anchorman where she's reading the news oh, and they're throwing balls over her and making faces and doing all that type of stuff to try and distract her. That's how I feel right got now. Paul Rudd in his pants yeah. instead of dancing. Yeah. Isn't it? That's- <laughs> Watch Ant Man, by the way. Watch Ant Man. Yeah, that, that's what I'm feeling like right now. Is that yeah. I've got this kind of distraction for you two. Sorry, you're doing a very that's good fine. job despite yeah. our childish. No, that's fine. Uh, then Frank obviously tracks down the criminals to the docks uh, where there's loads of containers, and he fires a stethoscope and sees if he can hear in each of the containers any noise of any illegal or immigrants or people that are unfortunately housed in such horrible. I conditions. think by this time in the film, I'd gone with the fact that he was. Like a, a know-it-all, kind of everything. He'll have a stethoscope. He's probably got one in his glove box, just in case. They went and bought one, didn't he, from pharmacy? After he took the, uh, took the good inspector's sub. I switched off by then, to be honest. 
So he's gone, from the, German, he's he's gone from the German car to a Scandinavian car. <laughs> you missed out there. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm to, I might watch it again. If I actually see that scene where he binds the uh, stethoscope, I might enjoy the film more. You might do, yeah. He gets yeah. in a knackered old Skoda. That's in the, the, the uncut Nauticalia version. The director's cut. <laughs> the director's cut, yeah. So, um, it's only 90, about 93 minutes, isn't it? It is, it's uh, 90... Sorry, Gammy. No, 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 mate, Sorry. no, no, it's fine. All I've got is size written there. Um, 92 minutes, 92 minutes. Really? So, yeah. Um, so, he's at the docks, and then he gets spotted. Um... Who spots him? The guards. Bath for them, though. Did they have yeah. name badges on? They didn't. Henchman 1 and Henchman 2. Oh, you know they're goners then, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. Not giving the name badge, no, just giving it. Austin, we've got to do Austin Powers at some point. We keep referring to it. Yeah, so, yeah the Austin Powers, you know, he's it's like... Should have said, just, yeah, just lay down. Lay down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but none of them die, do they? They all just, like, become unconscious, or he shoots yeah. them in the leg or something. And he's surrounded by, at one point... After moving around the containers, having a fight, he ends up ends up so jumping to on top of a, the moving container. Then he jumps on top of a bus and ends up at a bus garage. Yeah, he has the fight in the bus. I understand why he went in the bus. Yeah, because it's enclosed space with so many people. He'll have that control okay. more one on one fighting. Yes. But I don't understand where they all picked up the metal bars. Which they had them on. They had them on. Oh, did they? Yeah. Because I thought well, that's convenient. Yeah, but then they're on the bus having a fight, and you're going. Oh, there's like. Twelve of them and one of him. He takes his shirt off by now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's already done that. I'd say uh, the missus um, put the iPad down and uh, started showing interest in the film. Once he takes, once he's taking his shirt <laughs> off. Yeah. Was it when you have away for you? Uh, yeah. Pick up the iPad and not pay much attention to the film. Yeah, I took my shirt off just to try and impress her as well, but moves don't impress her apparently. So, right. although the dad bod is in, <laughs> the dad bod is in. So is it? yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I keep hearing it, but I don't believe it. Yeah, no, apparently no. it's, yeah, because it, it shows that you're not an anal prick that goes to the gym all the time to look good. Certainly not one of those. You, uh, you, you kind of, you can, shows your kind of... Mucking top hips and moves. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. brilliant, yeah. God, I'm such a catch then. Yeah, it shows, you, you know, you, you're looking after others and, and you know, you, you've got a bit of cuddle to you as well. Keep you warm at night. I've got cuddle to me. Yeah. Uh, I cuddle James, he's got cuddle to him. We cuddle each other and... I bet that's the right It's like Ross and Joey and friends and just fall asleep on each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's always good. But, uh, yeah. fight, so what did you think of the fight scene in oil where he put... Oh, I'm oh, getting to that. Oh, I'm getting to that. Okay, sorry, oh, sorry. I want to discuss that bit in great depth. Or the oil wasn't But I did enjoy yeah. the choreography. Again, I think all of his fight scenes... That was, they're, are, they're amazing. They're, they're a bit kind of slow. And predictable. Yeah, but they are very good to see him do them all like the kicks and yeah. the punches and the throws and stuff like that I, I think it's fascinating to watch and it must be nice it. for a director because you don't have to get the stuntman in yeah you can just you do it all it. yeah yeah. And don't have to worry about yeah, all the sh- different shots and stuff but yeah so he goes in the bus garage he defeats a load of these people by this time he's like fought like 20 people mm. so you think he must be knackered by now and no. then and then so he turns in the bus garage in the service part of the bus garage type thing he's standing there and then this Dodgy looking Chinese bloke comes in and he with yes, his yes, 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 hold on a minute, is he one of these big hard men that he can't defeat? But actually it turns out he's a pansy, which is a bit disappointing. He's like yeah. the, the mini boss yeah. for the boss. Yeah, yeah and it's, yeah. It's, it's a bit disappointing though, because he manages to beat him up quite easily. So he's a big guy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, and you think, hello. He's made his match. He does that in a lot of his films though, doesn't he? Yeah. There's some massive geezer. But how many times in martial arts films you'll have that? It's the match. Oh, you've got a kind of bolo kind of character who's hard as nails, haven't you? It's trope, isn't it? It, it is, is a trope, trope yeah. But if it's done well, 
lighting into the dragon is brilliant. Yeah, oh yeah. And not so well here. But yeah, and then so he then sees another fucking half a dozen Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do much like them, I don't like them very much. Don't you? No. Why is that? I don't like them very much. What don't you like about them? The fighting. You don't like martial arts? No, I don't like the martial arts films, don't you? Don't you appreciate? No, I'm not really. You appreciate how good they are and how quick... Yeah, it is, yeah it's, it, how quick they are and stuff. But it not even much Jackie Chan stuff? No, not really. I think when you watch some of the... Um, like the, yeah, the, the Rain, don't watch that, that's quite good. That's, that's amazing. That I think Cause that, it is, Yeah, because it's more like the choreography is... is you can appreciate like the choreography and stuff. But I don't like... Anything with Jackie Chan in it? No, I won't watch that. But yeah, the Raid One and Two, and um, I mean even like the old uh, Bruce Lee films. I mean, I just think it's incredible to see these people fight, and the moves are so quick. Yeah. And just uh, to be able to do what they can do. But is I wonder just if that, if you took it, then you know, out on the street, so to speak. I wonder if you could actually do that and get away with it without someone just piling in. I think you could do it. I think you'd be so tuned. I think if you did that to like the ringleader, like the one inch punch or something, a lot of them would be like, uh, okay, maybe not. But wouldn't you just, wouldn't you just like pile in, wouldn't you? You would you, get someone going, yeah! you would just go, fuck off. I mean, if someone kind of like blindsided you and you didn't even know they were going to punch you, then. That's yeah. Yeah, but anyone could get a lucky fight. But if it's a case of some geezer says, come on in, I'll fucking take you on, you'd have that confidence knowing that you, like Steven Seagal, a lot of his. The, the stuff that he does is more worked on like the, the motion of them coming yeah. towards you. Judo, jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah. Using, their own, using their own weight and their own motion against, against them. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's I, physics. Yeah, I mean... You, you, Biomechanics, you know actually. I mean, you went to wrestling school, so, I mean, you probably know that more than anyone, the physics of the, the clothesline, the, the backbreaker, and the slam. You know all of those moves, so... I mean, they're all moves, aren't they? Yes, they are. Cash well bank. Thanking you. Good Did you just cash bank? Yeah. Yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper, how sad is that? That is very sad. Uh, that, that, and, and I am all out of bubblegum. Yeah. Um, but that is very sad. We should do They Live just out of... Uh, Respect. I'm Respect not, you know, I've never seen that film. That's a brilliant I've film. I've never even heard of it. Seriously. Yeah, it's a, it's a real cult film. It's brilliant. It really ever, good. Yeah? They, yeah live. they Live. It's a great film, yeah. It's very yeah. corny and it's, uh, doesn't hold it's doesn't hold time well, but... It's a uh, chew bubble and gum and kick ass. Who, who directed that? Uh, I think it's John Carpenter. That's it. Might it. Be. Yeah, yeah, from Big Trouble, Little China, Escape from LA. John yeah, Carpenter. Okay. Yeah, he put his sunglasses on, and you can see all like subliminal messages that um, the aliens are That's quite getting good. on message boards and things like. Oh, yeah, that. I can't believe it. It's really disappointing, actually, being a sad, film yeah. fan. That ha- yeah, uh, that that he's obviously gone and a wrestling fan. Um, he obviously he was the. Uh, one of the reasons why WrestleMania 1 was so successful, Hulk Hogan gets all the credit, and unfortunately, Roddy Piper, who was the you know the main bad guy, yeah. you're only as good as you know what I mean, the guy on the other side of the ring. But a lot of people always felt he didn't get enough credit. But there were loads of tributes. I mean, when I, that picture I put out was um, on another social networking site, and I liked it so much, I put it out and it got some good feedback and retweets yeah. and things like that. So he obviously was thought of. Like, I think he was thought quite highly of, yeah. Yeah, it's great, but sorry, I'm a uh, tangent in the. I know, but for, for kind of like wrestling. Time, yeah. That's right. We're, we're, on, we're on the back straight now. We are. We are. We're we're all yeah. What oil was he used? I don't know. I don't know. What did he tie around his shoes again? He 
so got, so got a bike, didn't he? And then kicked off the pedals on a bike, pushed the bike into the oil where all, all the baddies, henchman one and henchman four and thug three, mm. all floundering around. And then he puts the pedals on his feet and then runs across the oil with the pedals on his feet. He ties them up, though, doesn't he? No, there's only... There's only... They just clip in. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then so he runs across and he starts kicking people with pedals on his feet. That's pathetic. It was stupid. That's a good idea, I thought. That's what I do. You, you're just saying well. this to annoy me now. No. You are. Yeah, which, your opinion doesn't count anymore. Uh, so, he, um, so he gets, basically, then he falls through the... Someone comes and shoots him. Uh, and then he, so he falls through the window with the big uh, Chinese man. Why are you getting cups? Are Tasty. you playing cups? Uh, he's pl- James is now placing plastic cups... On the table. That's what I think of the film. You think about plastic cups. Yeah. Anyway, All right, okay. No, fine. We'll, we'll do it like that. Um, so, they're. Um... <laughs> See, it's happening again. It's happening again. This is just. This is. It's... Oh. Every every time on my hold it together. You do. I will hold it together. Hold it together. Yeah, I will hold it together. I hold yours. Um, so he then goes back and finds himself being. Thrown into the sea again, um, where they, uh, you know, he kind of gets shot by automatic, uh, automatic weapons, and then swims away. Really annoying on my left side. Sorry, I've strained <laughs> doing, doing my kind of Jedi. So you hurt yourself. So you hurt yourself. Yeah, I kind of hurt my neck. Ha ha ha! Right, right. I'll get myself back. That's all right. He's doing exercises now. Right, so um, he then tries and finds a truck. He steals a. Um, Fiat 500, or whatever it what is. What size engine do you think that like, would be? I don't know. It, whatever it was, it 1. was fast. It's supply up. I don't know. You, it doesn't you, say. You're the car man of the podcast. It just, it's just a it's just a chitty fit. Well, have a guess. What would we realistically... It's going to be like a one litre, isn't it? <laughs> I knew we'd get him to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by Anyway, that? he's driving to try and catch up uh, with the uh, containers that are two... Try, uh, two Lorries have driven off with, and uh, they've got obviously uh, Lies Father and uh, Wall Street in the. Uh, You're giving up the yeah, yeah, yeah. I really am. I'm going to fucking hang myself in a minute. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Didn't he parachute he, him? Uh, I'm getting to that bit. Instead, he can't keep up because he destroys the car, so he sees a plane, right? He runs after the plane, mm. sees a plane land uh, where the poor pilot is refueling it because he's spraying his crops with, uh, with the plane, and he says. Uh, I want to do some sightseeing. The pilot says, this isn't for tourists. He holds a gun and says, I'm not a tourist. So uh, they then uh, fly over the convoy, which is very James Bond. Uh, it's uh, stupid, this. Uh, yeah. Um, so they then fly over, and you think, oh, he's going to jump out the plane, didn't you? On to that, but no, he doesn't. He then, obviously, they then climb up <laughs> to however high, and then he jumps out. Yeah. So, and then lands perfectly on top of a container. And it's a typical trope. They're doing loads of films. Even Star Wars, I love, does this. All the films do it. It's the same as the closing door bit. When he parachutes out, he's really high up, really high up, really up. Then the next scene, he's virtually landing on it. Then the next scene, he's high up again. And conveniently, from like 6,000 feet, he lands on the back of this bloody cargo. He can't even see the... Bloody lorry! You when can't jump out of the road, can you? No. And it's like the Star Wars closing door. It's about to close. About to close. Open a blast door. Open a blast door. But the door that's open more, then it closes again. 
It's yeah, just quite it's just, it's just annoying. It's a trope they use in yeah, films, but this was, I got over it by then. I was brain dead. So so anyway, they have a little bit of a fight, a little bit of a tussle. Wall Street gets kicked out of the uh, kicked out of the cab of the van, uh, and then he basically saves um, all the uh, people in the in the container. But as a twist at the end, uh, Frank is ambushed by Lie's father. Uh, however, Frank is saved by Lai, who shoots her own father, which is a bit of extreme. Why did he pick up that rock? Because he had a gun pointed to him and goes, I want to kill you. And, I uh, don't know why he I think what he was going to do was he was going to throw it at him. I really would love to have seen him try that, throw a rock. Mind you, if Jason Statham, he could have thrown a rock. Wicked, he could have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, but maybe I just think that he was going to catch him off guard and was going to throw it at him before he... Uh, so I thought he was going to get shot, catch the bullet, throw the bullet back at the Chinese guy. That would have been best. back so hard, yeah. it would have been But nice. no, no, the package, like, uh, she shoots her own father. Uh, and then afterwards, um, after the shooting, she gets away with obviously murder. Uh, and uh, the inspector arrives with the police who rescue the people that are trapped in the containers. I love in these films when there's obviously it's lots of people who have been murdered. In, and it's not just this film, it's loads of films. But because they've kind of, in this case, they've, they've saved a container full of um, like people who could have died... Everyone forgets about everyone who's been murdered. They all put their arms around each other and walk off laughing. There's a dead body there of her father. Yeah. And she then, no, nobody does anything about that. Or what about the, the carnage? Yeah. The three burnt out cars or the poor, the, the truck driver who was hanging onto the door who went off a cliff. Yeah. What's going to happen to him? Yeah. The pilot who's had a gun put to his head because he's got to fly the plane. All these different things happen. And then you've got the obviously, I'm not, I don't know too much about the police, but what I do know from watching like CSI and stuff, cross-contamination. Well, exactly. I'd rather in these films they have like a Scooby-Doo or a He-Man ending where they've got like a snarf kind of character or like Thundercats or something. Pesky kid. And uh, yeah, they all turn around and laugh. Like he'll walk away and something will roll over his foot and they'll laugh and just pan away then they'll freeze. And then the credits roll. Yeah, and the credits roll as they're frozen. Well, it's kind of like this though, isn't it? You can see them like they, they... the, obviously the first one out of the container is a young girl isn't it yeah. and then she gets held and then she, they sit her on top of the bonnet of her that's pathetic yeah and you're like oh, alright brilliant uh, but you see all the little extras running around why do they need to run they uh, literally run for about two feet uh, it's, yeah, it was they're annoying. probably happy to see air no not the not the people coming out of the container oh. they've got like the ambulance people the extras mm. that they're doing they're running, yeah. Uh, yeah it was just rubbish anyway ambulance man one ambulance man two yeah policeman so three so that's pretty much it, really. Oh, he transports some stuff and then gets found out. And then yeah. obviously they make another two films. Oh, and a new one as well. The Men of Series. Oh, yeah. So was, uh, what, a yeah. TV series? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Transporter Reloaded. Well, they've made one or they're making one? Made one on. Is it Netflix or Amazon? Yeah. Not sure. Is it Jason Statham in there? No. Now? No. Right. Some other shit. Okay, James. Best bit. I really like the fight scenes. I like Jason Statham characters and I really like the French bloke. I liked. These idea of the rules. That's Don't fine. Don't have to say that then pull that face, do you? No, because I'm, I'm expecting it. Um, didn't like about it. There were obviously, obviously plot holes, a few, few silly things, but uh, as with all things, like, oh, if you suspend your disbelief uh, enough, there's enough to enjoy about this. So much so that I'm going to give this a four out of five. Ah. Stew. Um, I, I, I thought this film was... If you take it for what it is, just a, uh, a bit of a shitty film. No. I quite enjoyed the fight scenes, but they're very good. Uh, Jason Statham's acting was awful in this film. 
um, which I kind of expected, but you don't really. He does does, he, he's not in it for his acting, is does he? Does he play the same in this film pretty much as he does? He does an expendable. In every film. single film. I mean, he plays himself. I think the, the awful acting, the, the accent wasn't great, but do you think it's just Jason Statham just pretty much you know, plays himself a crank? Well, he's better in. Um, I watched, yesterday I watched Transporter 2. Oh, yeah. um, and the, the storyline's better in that, uh, even though it's, it's way over the top. How did you find the female fitter? Uh, I did, but then I didn't when I watched it yesterday. But his acting's better, um, and in a lot of the other films he's been in, I, I think his acting has improved. He's obviously had lessons, and it is much better. I mean, in the, I watched the Crank on the other day, and I watched that, and that was shit film. That's awful film. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I, 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 like think, it. I, I think it's one of those films where I think you enjoy it the first time because it's popcorn. Mm. What's what's going to happen? Yeah. Like an adrenaline rush, you know, and they have sex in the middle of the market, yeah. for example. Uh, but I think it's one of those films that you don't. You, after that, it kind of like loses its appeal. But it's like he's, a he's ride. very good. I watched Spy the other day. Um, was it? Is it Christine McCarthy? I don't know. Just you. I, I think it, that's her name. I think. Um, okay. And he plays a, uh, a spy in that, and he's absolutely brilliant. He's hilarious in that. I think he's getting uh, better as he's getting older. He is, yeah, he's very very good. But in this, I thought his fight scenes were brilliant. The the action scenes were really really good, and within the first five minutes, there's action and a great car chase. Um, you've got to ignore some of the storyline and it's way over the top uh, the worst bits were, were his acting and his accent um, it's a, a no brainer film that you don't have to pay any attention to and no. you can watch and it's, 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 it does that very very well um, and out of 5 I give this uh, 3 out of 5 nice I'd say best bits are the fight scenes for me as discussed by Stu uh, yeah I it is a bit of a dull film, I'll give you that. It's not the world's most exciting film, but it's easy watching, isn't it? Too ma- the worst bit for me is there's too many rip-offs of other movies. Yeah. There's too many bits of other good films that they've just taken and ruined. Yeah. And you're just like, like the um, obviously the, the scene at the end with the um, lorries, that's taken from James Bond. You know, it's like little bits like that, and you're just like, oh, it's just, it's kind of like, you'd love it to be a, yeah. it would make a better spoof movie than it would a better serious movie. Yeah, it was done really well. I mean, Snatch, 2001, brilliant film. And then it was the one with Jet Li. Uh, mean Machine, I've seen that with Monk in Mean Machine, and that's a, a shocking British film. Then he wants to transport her. Uh, it's not bad in the Italian job. The Italian job is all right. He's done a couple of voiceovers for um, Call of Duty and Red Faction. Uh, I've done the Airport Man in Collateral. I didn't even remember Tom Cruise Collateral. I didn't even remember he was in there. No. It's a good film, though. I'll have to watch that again. Uh, Cellular and Transport Wear Revolver. Uh, I didn't like that film. That's another Guy Ritchie film, I think. Um, London. I've not seen that. Chaos. I've not seen that. Pink Panther was in the first one with Steve Martin in 2006. That in itself is a, oh, a, a family favourite. It's in a house. funny it's film. It's a brilliant film. Oh. Crank 2006. I mean, he churning films out. 2007 War. Um, and he was in In the Name of the King. Dungeon Siege Tale, Transporter 3, the, um, the Bank Job, another British film, Death Race, which is a bit shocking. Uh, they went Crank High Voltage, 2010, Expendables, obviously, 13, uh, The Mechanic, Killer Elite, um, Nomeo and Juliet, he was a voiceover in that, Blitz, 2011, Expendables 2, Safe, Parker. He's done some quite good films, Hummingbird was shocking, I watched that. Homefront's a good film, He's, he was very good in that as well. Um, Fast and Furious 6 
Expendables Wild Card's a shit film. I watched that the other day. What, the, the most recent one? Um, Wild Card is 2015. He plays... Um, he's so, like a moody geezer in Las Vegas. and he, he, Expendables? With Sylvester Stallone? No, no Wild Card. It, Wild Card. Oh, sorry, 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 yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Spy, he plays Rick Ford, and he was obviously in the Fast and Furious franchise. So he's been in some really good films, and he's improved a lot. And um, if I knew Jason Statham's in the film, part of me probably want to watch it just to see what he's like. So, but... He's a uh, he's alright. I quite enjoy him. Well, you never said what you give out of five. I was just thinking exactly that. I'll give it. I'll, I'll give it a solid three, same as Jerry, only because I can watch it and I would watch it again, but I wouldn't be in a rush to yeah. watch it. And yeah. it's, it's kind of it's, 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 it's ripping off far too many other yeah. films. But I, I would say that yeah, probably a three. Middle of the way. I wouldn't give it mid, you know, two and a half. I'd give it a three, just a little bit more than average. So yeah, I mean, so so kind of. Take it or leave it from me and you. Mm. James, you, you quite enjoyed this, didn't you, really? Yep. So that's why I was saying when we chat before the pod that if we do all three films, just to see if the acting has improved. Is it the acting's improved or is the story improved? Just to compare the if films. Right, yeah, I've not seen the third one. I, well, oh, no, I, I really don't want to. I've tapped out on the no, second one. No, please, not that I've, 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 I've got them all on DVD and only... Transporter has come out of the DVD case. The other two have never seen the light of day. Oh, really? You've seen the second one, haven't you? Nope. Oh, oh really? Yeah. The second one is better. Well, well, no, we'll find out, shall we? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the same. It, it'll probably get... Well, if you ever suggested this, it's going to open the can of worms there. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I mean, on the, on the, we gave our listeners a choice, didn't we? Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah. So I did suggest a movie, yeah, and I put it out there, but it wasn't down to well, us. It's got the it? most votes out of... Yeah. Out of all the films. So, Transporter 2. We'll do Transporter 2 next, yeah. And in between, obviously, we'll try and fit the final Star Wars in as well with uh, Again, with it's, going to be, it's going to be a month of just yeah. calling films. Yeah, we'll try and bang as many films out. Well, uh, okay. well Stuart, I did mention maybe doing a uh, bit discussing this now, right, on the podcast. We did mention, mate, I did mention this to you, well, how about Kick-Ass? Have you ever oh, seen that? Oh, I don't like it. Oh, my God! God, seriously, seriously. Like then we'll do it because we got. <laughs> we got no, yeah, yeah, do it because yeah, some films, yeah, it's no, it's rubbish if we all enjoy the film, isn't it? Yeah, pretty oh, shit. So, uh, as we keep saying, there's so many we could do. I mean, I mean, James Bond's coming out. I think towards the end of the year, we got to do some James Bond. Yeah, films. James, oh, we, we need to do a James Bond film. Like yeah. I think maybe uh, tweet us guys an email if this, is good, if this is a good idea. Just come to me. We do one James Bond film from each of the Bonds. Apart from On Your Majesty's Service, that doesn't count. I can't yeah. stand that film. On Her Majesty's yeah, Service. Yeah. No, I reckon we should make you watch it. George no. Layton, he was a shit bond. <laughs> yeah, but we'll probably Straight do one film, from each of the bo- one film from each of the bonds. Well, we can pick our own James Bond film, which is our favourite. Yeah, pick your favourite oh. James Bond film. And then it's kind of like Defend It, if, if it needs Defend It. <laughs> defend It. Well, I can't choose. Shopping. I can't choose. I love them all. Oh. Apart from One of Majesty's Service. But they're all going to be Sean Connery films, that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, it'll 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 be it'll be Connery, yeah. For me, you... Roger Moore is a great Bond. Yeah, I not the best, but great. They've That's all got their own qualities apart from Timothy Dalton, who's <laughs> shit. Oi, he's better than George Lazenby. Oh yeah, he's better than George Lazenby, but just he's rubbish. No, because he, he brought an intensity to the role. What? He didn't. Timothy Dalton did. Yeah, it was just a stopgap between Pierce Brosnan. So you're more of a Sean, uh, yeah, Sean Connery. No, like, no, I think he's better than he's the original. It's easy to be the best, but you're the original. And you're in so many films. Yeah, it's such an advantage. I honestly think, in my honest opinion, I like Sean Connery, but I think Daniel Craig's up there with him as well. And the other, all the others. Oh, are I, I, I would That's say, my opinion. I would say. But the but the movies are different. They are. The movies are completely different now. 
to what they used to be. Well, I think so. Ian, that's what. So you can't even. I don't think you you're right to the point. Compare. I think Pierce Brosnan days almost got so tongue in cheek towards the end. I think didn't it? It wasn't really. But it would have been generation, doesn't it? Because I, I was the Roger generation Moore. of um, uh, yeah, of, yeah, seeing Roger Moore, and I love the Roger Moore films. I mean, yesterday there was Never Say Never Again, and I sat and watched that with the kids and. And it was great watching it. It really was. It doesn't really stand the test of time. And there were some awful bits in there. But that's what I got brought up on. And it's got that nostalgia for me. But, I mean, I really enjoyed um, Pierce Brosnan. I thought he was great. And I, I actually quite enjoyed Timothy Dalton as well. Um, just say so you are wrong on that one. <laughs> but it'll be really interesting. I think we just pick a film each. Yeah. Uh, get Josh in as well. And it sounds like there are going to be films that you're going to kind of have to defend and say why you like it and we can just go and pick and afterwards whether it's on on votes we do it on a work at an average see which is the best one we'll tweet it out see which people think is the best one I don't know but it's so diverse isn't it because they're different generations and different gadgets different baddies so sorry we're choosing at least at least three Bond films then yeah for, the, for, for probably the month of September I, I, can't, I, I can't choose which one I couldn't. I couldn't choose one. To well, choose. You'll have to. You'll have to. That's my favourite. That's my favourite. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I love them all. Brilliant stuff. So that's Excellent. it. So yeah. we've got the next two um, transporter films in, oh, and we've got um, that's going to be painful. The third the very one. last uh, Star Wars film, which is um, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Um, and then we'll just move on and see what we do next. We'll kick ass in James Bond films well, in. I think we do the James, probably do the James Bond film if we can do three of them. Yeah. When did James Bond come out? Don't know. Uh, November. November. So we've got time, so we can fit kick-ass in and... Oh, we've got time. If we, if we make it November, then the month... Uh, yeah, sometime November, James yeah. Bond. Yeah, October, yeah. November. Brilliant. So because we're doing... We, we got, uh, no, I want to do Back to the Future in October if we can. Yeah. Because that's but, the day he went back. Is it? October, October there you 2015, go. went in number two, you see. Fantastic. Well, let's anyway, this podcast up. Let's we'll we'll just idle start. chat as we normally do. Uh, thanks for listening. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, been, uh, it's been enjoyable and educational. Find us www.filmworldcast.co.uk. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Stitcher, and everything else as well. And uh, look out for James's lovely wrestling picture on Twitter. Well, it's a goodbye from all of us, I guess. Bye. Yeah, bye. the deal. The deal is transportation for three men with a combined weight of 254 kilos. Yeah? Well, this is a new deal. An extra 80 kilos means we'll not make your destination on the gas I have allotted. So we'll stop and get more gas. Every stop we make exposes us. Every exposure increases the risk of getting caught. An extra 80 kilos means the Coney shock absorbers I installed for this job will not give us the ability to outmaneuver any police that might be chasing us. Which means, if there is a chase... We lose our advantage, which also increases the possibility of getting caught. I don't want to get caught. You don't want to get caught. Just drive the car, man, or you're going to catch a bullet to the brains. And who's going to drive? Shorty asshole, I drive. Not without the ignition, coach, you won't. Three men, 254 kilos. That was the deal. Three men, 
254 kilos. Seat belts. Ah! Ah! 